welcome to Mind Styling, the podcast that explores how we can win at the game inside our heads and make a mark on this world in our own unique style, on our own terms. We interview entrepreneurs and leaders who aren't afraid to push the boundaries and set their own definitions of success. We will share with you the tips and techniques they use to style their mind and give you the tools you need to start mind styling for yourself. Hello, lovely mind stylists. I'm Amy Armstrong. And I'm Dr. Becky Sage. And today we're talking about Kaz Ike's top tip. And Kaz says, well, she invites us to learn how to be restful, how to relax our mind one short moment at a time which just actually today feels like just the right top tip. (laughs) You were just reflecting, Becky, that it's been quite a busy week. (laughs) Um, How are you feeling? Yeah, less a busy week, more a... We we spoke with this, uh, with Kaz about this as well, which was, it's currently, as we're recording this, the... Well, I guess the second week week of March, uh, International Women's Day was on Monday, and it just feels like there's a lot of kind of mental and emotional kind of reflection, discussion, all of those things going on. And of course, and this came up in Kaz's interview as well. It's great to do those things as well as kind of doing the celebrations, um, but that also can be a real load. And I think that all of us, especially if we're driven and we're ambitious and we want to take on leadership roles, run companies, make a big change in the world, we can get to a point where our minds are just running and running and running. And there's so much going on in our minds. And maybe we're even talking about so many things, but that it's not... It, it's burning a lot of energy and a lot of energy is going into that thinking and dare I say it, it's almost a kind of collective r- rumination around certain things. I know that, that certainly me as an individual, I can very easily get into those kind of rumination stages in my mind if I don't stop and kind of write things down or meditate on things or just take action. Like that's the other thing often taking action takes up less energy than <laughs> running your mind over and over and over again. Um, so so I really loved our conversation with Kaz because the whole thing felt like she was helping us to relax our mind. My mind felt like it was relaxing as we were talking. And mm-hmm. and so when, that, when her top tip was to do with, uh, she kind of said, taking one step at a time, relaxing your mind, it just felt very grounded connected and calm which is definitely something I feel like I am or I was certainly in need of when we had the conversation I think Mm -hmm. she's calmed me down a bit I don't need it so much now (laughs) (laughs) I think it's just a really interesting question that I've had to pose to myself because of course there's that really strange contrast with lockdown where actually you haven't been able to go anywhere Mm. but personally I felt I have filled that time and more. But more than just filling that time, I filled my head. And um, I've had to consciously recently just craft or curate some stillness so and some peace. I've had to tell myself, in fact, it's become something which I'm now prioritising, is nothing in my ears. 
because for so long I have, when I've been doing household chores and I've been going for a walk with a dog, when I've been going out on a run, I've always plugged in, listening. And, and it's, yeah, just taking a step back, curating space for us to be still is so powerful. I think I like to, th- to think about the about different phases as well so so I do think planning times of peace into kind of every day and and finding these moments throughout every day as well is important I also know that there are times when the the plugging in feels like the right thing for me yeah and and the noise and the can you know the connection through stories and and listening to other people's stories that can actually that's that can be very helpful and there are other times when I find it easier to to have silence I don't silence is one of the hardest things for me definitely I I I can very easily go from when I wake up to when I fall asleep without having switched off like whether that be um yeah whether it be a podcast an audiobook Netflix zoom conversations for work what you know whatever else they are i yeah i can very easily literally go the entire day without having any gap from that whatsoever mm-hmm. and so and and actually it doesn't always feel like it impacts on me um in fact it often feels helpful because it stops my mind from getting too hooked on things that are not helpful <laughs> um you know it takes it away but i also I, I very much buy into what you're saying around finding peace and, and of course, what Kaz was saying, kind of finding those moments. Um, and I did yoga nidra the other day. That was um, that was really good, as suggested by one of our listeners. So thank you for that. Um, and, and things like that are really important. I think I've lost some of that in lockdown because you would normally – so for me, anyway, m- those moments for me would come from uh, yoga classes or mm. other things like that when when you're out and about and somebody else is facilitating that quiet for you. Yes. You're not doing it by yourself. <laughs> um, it's very advanced <laughs> doing it by yourself. I don't know. <laughs> I, I find that very hard. Um, yeah, so so I I've definitely... When I feel like I need it, I crave, carve out that time and I probably, just a normal day for today, could do with carving it out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also, like I said, doesn't always feel right and especially living alone, I, I don't always feel like my mindset is in the right place to switch yeah. everything off because it, it can go the wrong way. Um, mm. But again, that's that also alludes to what Kaz is saying in terms of moment by moment and step by step. And and just kind of tuning in in the moment and what's right for you right now. Mm. I think that's really powerful. I think she's alluding to a mindfulness practice, or it mm-hmm. could be interpreted as that. And and of course, actually, just putting your bottom on a cushion and tuning out. And actually, I, I agree with you. I think it's very advanced to do it on your own. I think if you can just sit in silence and still your mind that's phenomenal and I'd say that's advanced stuff um 
And there are times, and it's about just tuning into what we need for ourselves at particular moments. And sometimes that's just too much. And actually, um, and so more recently, I've been enjoying guided meditations, Mm -hmm. which are lovely and not too long either. Just otherwise, I'm just setting myself up to fail. Yeah. Um, Also, though, which I've been surprised, and it's only since Christmas, because is jigsaw puzzles, one piece at a time, which incredibly mindful. Now, I have been totally, up until Christmas, I was just sort of overwhelmed by other people's capacity to do these sort of 1,000, 2,000 piece jigsaw puzzles. I, I just remember the ones that, you know, those big puzzles where I haven't even been able to get one side of the edge done, <laughs> alone, you know, and it's just like, hundreds of green pieces all looking identical and I just don't have that sort of brain and but I came a friend lent me um I think it was snowy dogs it was a 500 piece one it was just funny I liked its quirky artistic design it just made me feel happy I did it over Christmas I loved it and since then I've now got yeah, I've now bought four and completed four puzzles, <laughs> but 500 piece only because more than that just overwhelms me. But I've really enjoyed it, the peace and the satisfaction. Mm. So the peace, P-A-C-E, peace by peace. <laughs> I have a story about jigsaw puzzles, which is the opposite. <laughs> Because, so I I did a couple right at the beginning of lockdown last year. Uh, I think they were a thousand piece, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, And what happened was they, so they basically were doing the same thing as my phone would do or my work would do. They were re-stimulating my brain. So I was doing it and then I was like, oh, I just want to do more on the puzzle. I want to do more on the puzzle. So I was then not sleeping, like, because I would be doing the puzzle till bedtime and then it takes another two hours after that to wind down and so the puzzle was like hyping me up basically and I was like well if I'm if my brain is going into this um why not just put it into work or like the other things I want to get done anyway and that I enjoy doing anyway so I actually that really surprised me because when I was younger I used to love puzzles as well um and I I think I still kind of enjoy it but it became this like super addictive thing I couldn't stop and it was not yeah it then wasn't very helpful because it was keeping (laughs) me up and and like I said I could have put my brain to better use mm. um especially in the evenings I like I I need a lot of space from the world a lot of space from thinking before I can fall asleep mm. um I'm looking forward to a lot of people have been recently doing paint by numbers and I was thinking actually because the blank page is a bit too much for me but I do love art so I was thinking maybe a bit of paint by numbers I think that would be I don't know, it could be interesting. I could see how that could be quite meditative. Some of my clients have had immense joy from that. Mm. Um, sewing as well. I just, and I'm not a great sewer or crafter, but I've got friends who've taken up, you know, the, the making entire dresses or, you know, I could probably do a cushion. Um, <laughs> you know, they're doing beautiful things, crocheting, knitting, all of these things, which actually I haven't, I used to, mm. but I, d- I haven't done crafty things for years. But 
it was something for the puzzle. It was interesting because, of course, I don't live alone. I live in a very busy household. Mm. Um, and actually, the puzzle really just was representing no one else wanted to do it with me. No interest at all. In fact, you know, complete opposite. And so it was actually me having something that was purely for me. Um, and just, yeah, it felt very indulgent, which mm. was nice. You needed that that different thing. Mm. Um, something I wanted to talk about today, because I, I read it slightly differently, actually. Yes. I, t- I took the top tip a little bit differently, which was about, I, I guess maybe I'd inferred it from some of the things we'd been talking about earlier in the podcast as well, which was taking things step by step. Um, mm. So, and and for me, this is where my mind can calm down. So it's not about stepping away and doing something like, crafting or you know even going for a walk I'm like oh come on walking takes time like yeah doesn't it you know like I and you loop you loop you don't go anywhere because you have to come back home again (laughs) yeah exactly and I think that is a kind of yeah characteristic of being in lockdown as well um there's no yeah there's no getting anywhere and I think that I have a real it is incredibly inherent to me to want to achieve things and and so and I can often get overwhelmed if I feel like the things I want to achieve are just are too far away that they they don't feel possible and I think that what relaxes my mind is being able to see how I can realistically get from it's not necessarily a to b because I don't believe in the fact that that b is ever going to fully exist um but it's about knowing that I am stepping forward. I'm moving towards something that's important to me and I'm doing that in a manageable way. And that the, the, the kind of magnitude, I guess, of the small steps are sufficient enough to reach something that is um, important enough, meaningful enough for me. Mm. Um, so, so it's when I read in, read this or, you know, think about this idea of, relaxing because you can take things step by step um that's what it means to me and and i think it can be really important when we're especially in you know kaz the way kaz described her business and i think anyone running businesses that have all these components to them you've got tech and then you've got the impact aspect to it and you know for her in her case it was it's healthcare and she's doing another job at the same time as well and all of these aspects to running a business it can be it's that overwhelm in terms of well am i ever even going to get there so so to me relaxing my mind is about being able to to like i said having those small steps that feel like they're going to take you mm. to something meaningful then i can relax if i feel like that's what's happening then i then i can relax and then my mind doesn't start looping it doesn't start kind of yeah going into those more stressful places and so for me, actually, it's really important for me to be able to stop striving to constantly make an impact and start striving to constantly living a purposeful life. Actually, just giving myself permission to nourish myself in this moment, knowing that in that way, if I can relax my mind, relax myself, my soul, my spirit, mm. then I will be more capable of stepping up and delivering purposefully going forwards. 
Yeah, I, I do understand what you're saying there. And and, I, and again, maybe this is a personality thing as well. That yeah. it's like, it doesn't, f- if I can feel that it, something is, is moving me towards where I want to be, um, that in the past will have, would have put me into kind of, a, I might have been in that relentless kind of place that you just described. But it, I by doing what Kaz has done, which is to kind of get mindful first and then step into the tasks, those tasks do become enjoyable and meaningful. So mm. you can relax for the, for two reasons. One, because you're enjoying the task and, and that you're in that moment, you're in the flow or whatever mm. it, it might be. And you're not having to stress about, but in the future, I've got to show up and be purposeful and do this and do that. This isn't, yeah. a, you know, it's, it's about doing the meaningful things in the moment. Um, but it's interesting, yeah, the different takes on it. How do you um, become mindful in the moment before starting that task, which, with, which has purpose and meaning to you? Mm, um that well i guess it depends well exercise helps mm. so on the days you know most days I, i'll have done something um but i also read every morning for about an hour um or maybe a little bit so so i think there's something about a morning routine um and and gratitude practice so i think there's certain things that you weave in through the everyday so you know, you know when you come and sit down, and of course there's always tasks. There's always a whole list of them. Um, preparation as well. Like, okay, I've thought about what's coming tomorrow, and I'm ready for it, rather than yes. kind of showing up last minute and and not being ready to go. So I think you know it's it's a mixture of practices that are strengthening that that mindfulness. So making it second nature. Um, as well as just being ready. I think um, it's really interesting, your idea of preparation. I think so many of us have that suffer from looping negative thoughts when we finally, our head hits the pillow and the day is over and then then our brain gets going. And um, actually just how to ease that mind and relax and be still. And... um, The brain is designed to have ideas, not capture and retain those ideas. And so actually having, Mm -hmm. if you prepared yourself, if you thought about it, made your notes, structured your prioritization, then your brain doesn't have to worry about that. It's put to one side. Writing stuff down. Yes. Yeah. Um, if I think that's so powerful and we don't always do it and, and I definitely don't always do it but I notice that when it's looping it's suddenly that's actually an indicator to me of you're ready now you're ready to write this down you're ready to do this plan you're ready to you know um, that your thoughts are they're sitting there going Becky you need to get these into something coherent mm. um, so so whenever I have to give a talk about four weeks beforehand I'll go into that slight like panic mode. Okay, I'm giving a talk. This is especially if it's a new one, you know, if I'm talking on something slightly different. Um, and and I'll go into that panic mode and then and I'll have probably already like done a bit of research, but not loads yet. And, you know, I've got some ideas, but I don't really know how it's going to come together. And that's when my mind will start worrying. 
And then suddenly I'll find, for example, if I'm at the weekends, I, I'll read for even longer in the mornings in the weekends mm. and, I, and I'll be sitting there reading and suddenly like everything, the structure of this talk will come to me. Um, so I just get out my big book, scribble it all down, get it down there, then and there. Um, and it's a, I know that not everyone's in the position to be able to do that. Um, but I find that that's, I've, you know that the whole premise of like only touching an email once I almost feel like it's the same thing like only let that that kind of those thoughts happen once and get them out there get them down you can change them obviously once they're written down um but then it's down and you you've done it and and you've done it in that moment so it hasn't got time to um you're, you've ruminated on it in the sense of you've you've kind of given it time to percolate um but you haven't necessarily kind of, yeah, it hasn't done all that looping, mm. which it is. So, so that's definitely something that has worked for me a lot because like I said, I'll go into that panic of, well, when am I going to do this? My week is really booked up and I've got to do this on this day and this on this day. And then randomly on a Sunday morning, it will just happen. Um, but it's not random, yeah. is it? it? It's those moments when no. you are are more calm and more still. And um, I mean, if we take it to uh, brain science again, um, <laughs> it's just a pet topic of mine, actually. Creativity in mm -hmm. the brain is really interesting because generally we're living uh, our lives in uh, beta mode. So our brain waves are busy beta. Uh, I like to think of them as short and sharp. Um, quite often anxiety is in there too, but actually it's just going for it. Just boom, 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 boom. But it's when we are more restful and our, our beta brainwaves realise we've got this, everything's sorted. And it's so that I like to think of the beta brainwaves are like, oh, it's all all right. I just kick back, have a cup of tea, let them get on with it. And that's when the brainwaves deepen and lengthen. And they deepen and lengthen to alpha, where we're really visual. We have a far less knee-jerk emotional response. Ideas start to come to us. We can see those pictures if we are a visual person. Um, but actually, also alpha goes then. It, um, we also lengthen and deepen into theta, think, which I like to think of theta thinking waves. And it's in theta that we often have those insights. Um, we have that saying, I'll sleep on it. Often, you know, we wake up with an idea or I have my best ideas out on walks or in the shower um, usually it comes to me sort of left field. It's not when I'm, as you say, I've done all the work beforehand, some other time entirely, and my brain has been subconsciously in the background percolating it. And it's like, ah, and that's, that's the joy of just giving ourselves some downtime because actually then our brains can really do work their magic. It was, um, it was Thomas Edison who used to really benefit from this. I've told you this story before, I'm sure. Um, but he used to work really hard at ideas. I mean, how many? He had about 10,000 patents by the time he died. <laughs> he was a phenomenal inventor, not just of the light bulb. And um, he used to work really hard, work obsessionally on particular ideas. And then when he could take it no further, he'd sit down in his armchair, the story goes, with ball bearings, handful of ball bearings in both of his hands. Um, and he'd allow himself to, to nod off. But of course, when you off uh, yeah. at that moment you just go oh, and your all your muscles relax yeah. and of course when his hands relaxed all those ball bearings would fall to the floor with a massive clatter and he'd wake up and the idea is he didn't go eureka i've got it and uh and he'd have the next powerful insight but actually it's yeah it's just giving ourselves that space to have 
allow our brains to just be brilliant. Mm. <laughs> Lovely. Well, thank you, listeners, for listening in. Um, Ponderings. We'll, we'll give you a little secret about today. You may or may not have <laughs> liked that uh, the, the, we, we talked a bit more than we normally do on a top tip episode because we were meant to be doing an interview today and we've <laughs> we've postponed that one so um so we had a bit more a bit more time than we might sometimes give ourselves to do a top tip <laughs> episode um anyway let us know if you if you enjoyed that um hopefully you did lots of insights and i think it's very useful for us to showcase the different perspectives and our different ways of thinking around this because that's really the the whole point of what we're doing on mind styling is to show that our guests have some perspectives we have other perspectives there's kind of these expert perspectives that come into play as well and you know as we've talked about on this there are seasons and sometimes some things will work for us sometimes other things will work for us and so hopefully by having lots of different perspectives and viewpoints you can tap into different things that might work for you get curious try them out um but yeah do come over and say hello to us on social media we're on at mind styling podcast on facebook and instagram and at mind styling pod on Twitter. We also have a newsletter. Link is in the show notes. So please do sign up for the newsletter. And don't forget to subscribe if you enjoy the podcast and share it, rate it, review it with all your friends, because um, we'd love to continue to grow the mind styling community. Thanks, Amy. Thank you. So we can't always control the situations that are going on outside of us but we can be in control of how we react to those situations. And that is what mind styling is all about.